On this episode, we're going to break down why a business plan will keep you stuck. And it's actually the emotional journey that will set you free. Stay tuned. I'm Andrea Maxim, and this is the Profitable Practice Podcast, made for practitioners who are ready to build a six-figure practice with a million-dollar impact that also lets you close your laptop and be present with your family anytime you want to. Together, we will challenge the antiquated ways of running a practice, we'll merge our brick and mortar online, and build, systemize, and grow as maximized practitioners. Welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, Andrea Maxim here. Thank you so much again for listening to another episode of the Profitable Practice Podcast. I had to bring on this guest. I've had him on way back in the day when we were first starting this podcast. He was within my first like 30 episodes and I will reference those um, later on in the show and in the show notes. But I am still riding this high from my previous episode, 191, where I talked about how I found out how I was secretly sabotaging my business and my marriage. And the biggest thing that has come from that realization, from leaning into what I discovered about the imprint that my eight-year-old self had with regards to money, and immediately choosing to let it go, I can't even begin to tell you how different the dynamic is between my husband and I, how different I feel, how I just like let go of this baggage that I didn't even know that I was carrying around because I didn't have any emotional attachment to it, meaning it wasn't a negative experience, it wasn't a traumatic experience. But since having that discussion with my husband about my fear that if I start making more money than him, if I start making a lot more money and actually start contributing more to our household, that he was going to then just throw up his hands and just become a deadbeat husband, a deadbeat dad, just like, you know, sit on the couch all day watching shows, just kind of like raking in like all of the hard work that I was doing. And when I had that conversation with him and I said, I'm letting this go forever. This has nothing to do with you. I know that you won't be this person. This is something I have to let go of. And I made that decision instantly. I said, it's done. The things that he has been showing me, the things that he has been doing, the way he has actually started to act has been the way that I've always wanted him to show up as a husband. Which also, I reflected on how much I was putting this negative energy on him, this pressure on him, without even realizing it. And I will tell you guys, from a financial perspective, I had an Excel spreadsheet listing how much he contributed, how much I contributed, if he owed anything, if I owed anything, like I was counting everything to the penny because we needed to be equals. That was what my belief was. And now that I've let it go, he's getting things done around the house without me even asking. He is showing up as a father in such a more productive way. He is making our house a better place. He's actively doing more landscaping around our home. He's actively doing more cleaning and 
jobs and taking care of me so much different, so much more differently. And I will also say on an emotional side for the past couple of weeks, I've been feeling very exhausted, almost like I was just clawing my way to figure out what was stopping me from being able to grow. And now that I've started to release it, I've noticed like I've just kind of leaned into relaxing more and not working so hard and not being so focused on the drive and kind of letting my body emotionally recover. And that's exactly why I wanted to bring James Burgess on today. He has been my accountability coach since May of 2015. I'm pretty sure that's the right date. It was a May. It was 2015 or 2016. And when I started working with him, I was coming from a very similar places to where you may be coming from now. It was just about tactical. What can I do? How can I do it? You know, doing all of the the physical work, trying to learn all of the things, trying to do all the execution, when in reality, and it just takes time. This is my journey. It took me 30 years to figure this out. Um, when in reality, it's the emotional component. It's the unlocking of things. It's the traversing through the, the fearful journey, traversing through the hard times and being very, very aware of your environment, about what you are creating, about where your obstacles are, and about taking undeniable full responsibility for every action, every decision, every reaction, everything that you have. And it just was, it was so apparent to me as I went through my journey again. Go back and listen to episode 191 to hear the entire transformational story there. But it was just so true. I created the marriage that I was starting to become resentful towards. I created the dynamic between my husband and I that was making him not want to do things, not feel lighter, not feel that he could execute on his own time. I did that. And that was something that I had to take responsibility for and make the changes for. So I wanted to bring on James so that he can bring you a little bit more enlightenment, help you on that journey as well. And I can't wait to hear about what unfolds for you as you continue to fight through the fear and go through the hard things and stop searching for the right answer. And you're probably already on the path and you just don't want to be on it because again, learning and personal development is hard and painful and it it requires you to drop your ego a lot and humble yourself, but that is what's going to make you a better person. That's what's going to make you a better business owner. And the more you can start to release this pressure, the more abundance you will be able to attract. So without further ado, let's jump into the interview with James. Hi, James. Oh, my goodness. I am so excited to have you back. You were one of my original hosts or original interviewees, whatever the word is, on the podcast. And um, and I've been working with you ever since. And it has been such an amazing ride. And I have to attribute the podcast I did a few weeks ago on my big epiphany, my big reasoning for literally sabotaging my own growth to working with you and where you have also 
learned and personally grown and the development that you've had. So I needed to bring you back on to, again, thank you again so much for that awakening. I cannot begin to tell you how amazing my marriage has been, my outlook on my business has been since, and that was like literally a few weeks ago. But for those that don't remember who you are, and I am going to reference your three other podcasts in just a second, James, introduce yourself once again to our audience. Well, before I do that, Andrea, I just, you know, it's always my pleasure to interact with you at any level at any time, because I always hold you out to our clients as um, the example of what is possible when uh, the a synergy is created between the business, the business owner and their business plan. And we have the pleasure at Focus 31 of kind of providing the umbrella uh, around that synergy and, and you know, the results that you're creating speak for themselves. Um, so yes, for your new uh, listeners, uh, my name is James Burgess. Uh, I'm a international best-selling author of the book Chaos, How Business Leaders Can master the power of focus. I'll apologize now for that clock that's behind me. I didn't sit in the right spot uh, for this podcast. (laughs) And uh, I'm the founder of Focus 31. We are an international management consulting practice dedicated to small business uh, and have intentionally provided our programs and the pricing of those programs uh, so that it is accessible by any business uh, uh, at any level uh, of success. our, 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 our mandate is uh, to get business owners focused and accountable for their intentions. We do that initially from a business plan. And while that will send shivers up every business owner's back, uh, we do it in a very unique approach. It is one-on-one, uh, it is open, it is honest, it is creative, um, and it's fast and it's easy. Uh, and uh, then we hold the business owner accountable because a business plan, whether it's fast and easy or long and arduous, is still really a, a useless business plan if it's never actually implemented. And so we support the business owner in the day-to-day implementation of the plan indefinitely as long as Focus 31 is bringing value to the client. And uh, we've added a marketing team in the Philippines uh, so that now we can also offer full, a full suite of marketing uh, services. Uh, and we're actually, uh, for, for new coaches who may be listening, uh, we're, we're, uh, or new, yeah, new business coaches, uh, we've just licensed, uh, our entire program and, uh, rather than in a franchise mode where you'll pay too much, uh, a license agreement gives you more flexibility, lower cost to get access to everything we've created here at Focus 31. And now that I've used up the entire time, I'll just say goodbye and we'll move on. <laughs> now, I distinctly remember our very first interaction. I think it was like May, 2015 ish. And what I loved about how you set up our relationship, I consider you my accountability coach, my mentor. We have um, monthly calls and I, I don't think I could ever let you go. <laughs> it's been how many years now that we've worked together. Anyways, one of my favorite exercises that you did was it wasn't, you know, fill out this PDF form. It wasn't like write down what your goals are. You actually walked me through a visualization of putting myself into the future, three years into the future. And I have not let go of that visualization exercise since we started working together. I would love for you to discuss a little bit more about why 
and uh, this is my personal opinion. I hate coaches that have people fill out like custom avatar worksheets or like goal setting worksheets or whatever, because just like you said, you can do all of the PDFs worksheets that you want, but if you're not actually executing on your plan, then, you know, you're just kind of making busy work for yourself. Describe why your approach to business coaching and mentorship and accountability is so different. Well, that's a great question. And thank you for that lead in. And again, wow. When I hear you say you're still holding on to that moment, uh, it sends shivers up my back. Um, so your, your listeners should understand that um, I, am a, I, I am designated as a master practitioner in NLP timeline therapy and NLP coaching, as well as being a trainer. I'm an institute in performance hypnosis, uh, as designated by the American Board of Hip, uh, Hypnotherapy and NLP. And what we do that is so different is we actually, we actually have you live your future for a moment. We have you uh, time warp, if you will, out into your three-year vision, and we set you down in it and have you experience it. We do this through, it's, it's a very soft piece of timeline therapy to have you go out on your timeline and actually have the experience of sitting in your future business and just allowing your active imagination, that's what's key, your active imagination to take in everything that you're, you're getting in that experience and bring it back into the room with me and talk it through. And from there, we create a vision statement. At the end, the vision statement is just how much uh, doing what, uh, sorry, how much by when, doing what, for whom, and what geographical location. But the emotion and the, mm -hmm. and, the, and, the, and the flush in the cheeks that every business owner gets when we do this process speaks volumes in terms of understanding uh, that in three years, which is the by when, the how much is just overwhelming, in, uh, positively overwhelming, uh, with the possibilities. And so I access uh, where necessary my NLP training to just bring the best out of the in the thinking uh, for every business owner. And I would absolutely have to agree that it was that emotion. It was the sensations. It was the visual. It was the hearing. It was all of those um, intangible senses that you walked me through. And I know that's not something we're going to go over today because it can be positive for the right people and it can also have a negative outcome for the right people. So we certainly don't want to be shifting anybody in a negative experience. But that's that's one of the reasons why I love your approach and why I really believe you set me up to unlock this blocker that I didn't even realize that I had. It took us however many years to get there. It took me five years to get there. And that's just my journey. And I, I don't believe that necessarily everyone has to have a one-year breakthrough success, a two-year breakthrough success. It took me five, six years to get where I am, but I got to that three-year journey that we mapped out back in the day. Um, but you've always brought in this intangible part of coaching. And I know you work with other practitioners. I know you work with other business owners. I would love for you to describe the difference you see between where your students or clients come from when they're just doing the tactical and when they start working with you and start working on that intangible level of success 
where do you see those big jumps in progress? It, it, it can be at the very beginning, it can be partway through, and it can be towards the end. You know, it's what, what, what I know for certain is that when a business owner steps into the responsibility of leading their business and getting it to the success that we define in the three-year vision, I'll, just, I'll step back from, to the three-year vision for a second. One of the greatest quotes that, that I live by is, is from Michelangelo. And actually, he has it wrong. His quote goes, the greatest danger we all face is not that we aim too high and miss, but that we aim too low and achieve. And I think I've spoken to a whole lot more current day business owners than Michelangelo has or ever can. And he got it slightly wrong. I believe the greatest danger we face is not that we aim too high and miss, but that we aim too low and still miss. Mm. So with the vision statement, going out and visiting our future three-year self, will a client who sees $3,250,000 as being their three-year perspective of what their unconscious mind is telling them about the future holds for them? Maybe not. But I know for certain that in aiming for $3,250,000 rather than $425,000, the business owner will make decisions between now and that three-year period that will move them closer, make their business greater, faster, stronger, better than they would if they were just reaching to add a couple of hundred thousand dollars mm-hmm. onto their revenues, right? And so it's aim high um, and just keep aiming high. Uh, and there are no mistakes in that. Will you achieve it? Perhaps not. And yay, if you do. I know you'll still achieve a whole lot more in aiming for that great, amazing uh, end uh, first three-year period. So uh, that's one perspective. Um, You know, and there's another piece. You know, I have a sense. I I meet with a lot of – I'll speak to the coaches because this this is where it happens the most. Um, and that will, I think that'll hold true for a lot of your your clients, holistic uh, health practitioners. I'll just use that bucket. Um, which isn't to say I'm dropping you into a bucket, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just defining your industry that way for a common understanding. Um, the, my sense is, and I, can, I actually see this happening with, with my clients. We start, we define the journey, three-year vision, and we reverse engineer how we're going to get there. And they make progress, some progress week over week, and we're monitoring to that progress and giving feedback on it. And then smack, they'll hit a barrier. Mm-hmm. And they, 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 I can actually steal them, stand still and reverberate with the impact. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what they typically do is shift. They'll try to redefine their business somehow. And they'll kind of move, you know, if you will, in a physical term, they'll shift to the left. Right. And they'll go forward a bit more, but then they hit the same barrier again, but they don't recognize it as the same barrier. And what did they do? Rather than stepping into it, they shift again, and they shift again. And if you think of a triangle, um, you know, the straightest, the straightest distance, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. And the more you pivot out, the more you're faced with that hypotenuse, which is a much longer journey. And so what I encourage business owners is to be a business warrior. Mm-hmm. And, and step into the challenge and not just step into it, but welcome it, 
turn up to the universe and say, thank you for this challenge that's before me, because I know when I break this challenge down, I will be celebrating a personal success, the success of personal growth. And I know my business is going to grow. And once you do conquer it, turn up and say, give me another one. Give me another challenge. I'm ready. In fact, give me two more challenges. I'm just so excited about how I got through this one. And the business, and the, uh, as the business owner grows in that fashion, celebrating challenges, getting through them, the business grows. And we stay as close to that straight line as we possibly can without pivoting away, trying to find an easy way. Because who we are was defined when we were between the ages of six and 12. And you can't change that by pivoting because it's you today pivoting, but you're pivoting with the same mindset that was created in your childhood when you made decisions as a childhood about money, about relationships, about so many other strategies based on what you heard from your parents in their interaction, what you heard between your parents' interaction and you what you heard between your parents' interactions and your siblings, and maybe even the interaction of grandparents uh, or even fellow uh, uh, students around you. And many, many of those strategies become very, very positive, but many of them can become negative. And we all have them in our definition of money and our definition of relationships. I'm a type one diabetic. I didn't know where that came from. And I realized when my wife uh, and I had a bit of a, a disagreement, well, okay, it was more than just a bit of a disagreement. She's never read my book and that drove me crazy. And I, and I had to get her attention on that. And how did I do it? I lost my left great toe to get her attention. And that woke me up as an NLP trained person. I said, why am I doing this? What behavior am I creating? I'm creating the need to be seen by my wife. Mm -hmm. And I realized I did the same thing as a child. My brothers and sister, my two brothers and my sister were eight, nine, and 10 years older than me. They were going off to special college, junior college for grade 13. Back in the days when we had grade 13, they were going to, they were going to go to Switzerland. And all the conversation at the dinner table was about them. And none of it was about me. And I was watching Star Trek at the time. And during the commercials, the Canadian Diabetic Association would come on and talk about diabetes. And my unconscious mind went, huh, here's how we can get some attention. Let's give James diabetes. Lo and behold, within a year, I had diabetes. My brother, my second brother was offering to come back from Switzerland. My mother was weighing all my food. My sister was hovering around the house to make sure everything was okay. I got the attention that I wanted and that got locked in. And I remember as an early speaker, I wasn't speaking to help the business owners in my room. I was speaking to get their attention. What a stupid idea that was. Mm -hmm. And yet I didn't understand where that strategy was coming from. It was coming from the need for attention and maybe a bit of short man syndrome too. I am only five, six and a half. And I acknowledge that, but it hit home when I gave up a toe to get my wife Gwen's attention and I have corrected it. And now I tell 80% of my clients are women. Why? I believe because I'm more open and caring with the intention of truly enabling women business owners to get to their success. 
I hope that helps people. You've told me that story before, and it still hits me on so many levels when I hear about that. And there's just so much frustration that also comes up with that, meaning I know that there's people that are listening right now that are like, I don't know yet what I don't know. I don't know yet where my blockers are coming from. I don't know yet why I'm not growing in my business. I don't know yet why I've created the environment, the marriage, the relationships that I've created. And I can feel them. I can feel you listening, being like, how do I know? How can I speed up this process of figuring that out? You know, I personally am not an NLP coach and our interaction was literally like out of nowhere. I just said, you know what? This is the fourth time that I have stalled myself from completing this task for my online business that I know will really help it grow. And I don't know why I keep finding all these other things to get in the way so that I don't do it. So I put it off. And your very next statement was, well, what was your money relationship like between your mom and your dad when you were eight? That was like the very next question. And we've been working together for years, but it it was just this one moment where I think, again, everything was in alignment. You connected. The universe was like, she's ready. And then everything unveiled itself. Yeah. And (laughs) this this is the key that there will be... It's the ability to look at a transaction. You know, there, there's an element between in that conversation mm-hmm. that we won't go to, except that you you told me a story that uh, was transactional in its nature uh, that represented money, right? And that I said I recognize that as being the trigger and took you back to explore. And so, you know, the, the power of NLP and, and performance hypnosis is simply to be open to looking at what you're doing and considering the possibilities that this is not new whatsoever. And in fact, you've been following this strategy all your life. Um, and it's just being open to the signals, the triggers uh, that are prompting the response. And, uh, you know, when you've got a third party listening in, it's a whole heck of a lot easier. So, I mean, obviously, people are going to reach out to you after this um, podcast. I'm going to put your information into the show notes. But for those that are still on their own personal journey, what would be some tactics, some strategies, some ways that people can start to listen? I'm um, my other mentor is a huge proponent of just sitting in silence and allowing the silence to start to provide you with some of those answers. What are some ways that people can start to get into that place where they're being more open, more receptive, letting go of some of perhaps the um, victimhood that we tend to carry with us in certain aspects of our lives. How do you get people warmed up to this? Well, my approach is let's go. I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I you know, I'm sorry. I, I, I will, you know, all the stretching kids do before they start doing sports. I used to stand when I was an eight year old, I used to stand at the gate at the, at the arena and, you know, open the door, let me go, right? Mm-hmm. Just, I, I'm, uh, just let me loose. I'm the thoroughbred at the gate. Uh, I happen to be also one of the fastest skaters uh, in my league. Um, I, I just, I love Benjamin Franklin uh, when he says that the world is made up of three kinds of people. Those that are immovable, those that are movable, and those that move. 
We can't find the triggers in our life that are holding us back if we don't move forward towards something. Mm-hmm. You know, a good friend of mine, Jerry Robert, uh, the publisher of, of my book, used to say, if we stand at one end of the desert and we want to cross to the other side, we can't conceivably do it if we stand still. We may lose direction partway across, but then we'll see an oil drum in the path along the way that, will, that, is, that represents the, the straight line to the other side of the desert and we can course correct. You don't have all the answers that will get you to your vision. You have today's answers, today's answers that will move you in the direction. And tomorrow, when you move into some action, you will get feedback on that action. And there may be in due course time for a course correction when we see the next barrel on the desert. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent. If you want to find the triggers that are holding you back, you got to step into that business warrior attitude and just keep moving forward, but do it with a planned intention. Take the time to create your vision and and then reverse engineer and do it with us because, again, we're priced for small business owners or get our free uh, home study program, focus yourself and do it on your own. Um, Get that intention, get the next steps and keep making them. And then when you suddenly go, oops, put up your hand and say something just happened and, and talk it over with a family member, a, a, a coach, um, a, a close friend who might be able to just walk you through why that might be happening with you. Uh, obviously, the better, more trained they are in personal relationships, uh, clearly the better. But keep moving. Mm-hmm. And I think the biggest piece, the biggest, n- not that I didn't know it already, but what I loved when I went through my journey, and again, it's totally transparent out there on the podcast a couple episodes back, was... And even my husband said it and you said it. You're like, this is a you problem. You have to figure it out. You have to make the adjustments. And that has always held true to me. One of my core values is personal responsibility and taking responsibility for everything, which I think allows me to then be a lot more introspective. But what you're saying is also true. If you are not going through those barriers, if you are constantly pivoting, if you are afraid to take those steps then that is a you issue. It is not a circumstance issue. It is not a relationship issue. That is a you issue. And that is where you need to explore. And so to start to close this up, because I always like to give people some sort of an actionable strategy to start taking, let's go all the way back to basics. And the podcasts that I want everyone to listen to are the ones we had with James, but hopefully we can summarize it very quickly before ending today is episodes 18, 22, and 28 which is one of the big reasons why I started working with you in the beginning before I knew what was going to unravel and and unwrap itself was that you created a business plan strategy without a business plan. Cause I hate planning. I hate feeling confined, although I've opened myself up to that since in my own way, but describe, describe that tactical piece of not only creating a plan, but staying convicted to it and where you see those breakthroughs happening. Yeah, and and the breakthroughs truly do happen in, uh, as I said, a business plan done easily and fast as our system allows you to do it, or long and arduous where you got cash flows and yada, 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 yada. Um, If they're never actually implemented, they are all useless. Um, And so unlike any other uh, business planning uh, service that I'm familiar with, 
the focus accountability system protocol. And, and, and we've, I've used those words. All those words mean something. Focus, because the business planning gets you focused on your intentions. Our system makes you accountable to fulfill them. And it is a protocol. I think of the medical, you know, if, if someone is suffering from cancer, and I would hate to think that anybody is, and yet obviously there are, the protocol calls for the doctors doing what the doctors know how to do, and the patient also having to fulfill their responsibilities. Like, hey, stop smoking if it's lung cancer you're suffering from, right? And so our focus accountability system gets you focused, the system holds you accountable, and the protocol means we will get you to your success when you, as part of the protocol, do what you need to do in order to fulfill the business plan. And it's the weekly accountability where we take a three-year vision in the plan, we bring it down in the plan to annual objectives, the targets, the measurable definition of success for the business in the next 12-month period. Then we bring it down to uh, quarterly action plans, the project work that allows the new revenues to be created or builds out the infrastructure of the company. And we bring it right down to weekly intentions of what work is going to be progressed this week and what sales and marketing activities are going to generate the revenues uh, in the same week. And because I'm watching and giving feedback, it takes the responsibility, the accountability to actually do it to an extra heightened level. There's just that sense that if I, and I'm a nice guy, I truly am a nice guy. And at the same time, my clients tell me that because they know I'm watching mm -hmm. and waiting and oftentimes calling for it, they have a higher level of accountability to create the report that allows them to plan out their week brilliantly. And then on Friday, and, and I give feedback on it. I give resources. I cajole, I kick, I prod, I celebrate. Most importantly, I celebrate their prior week successes, provide resources and ideas to think about that keeps them motivated to keep going. I'm looking for the triggers that may be causing problems. And then we have Friday open office uh, calls for 30 minutes, focus Q&A business improvement calls to talk over the issues. And the accountability continues by bringing the business owner back every 90 days to revisit the plan. It's the whole system that just works so well that I've got clients in the case here of Andrea coming into her fourth year with us, I believe. And uh, another client of mine has been with, been with us for 10 years, and it's because they're getting their success and they're respecting the intention of the system protocol and the power it delivers for them. The system and the process will set you free, as they say. I've yes. heard that somewhere, yes. <laughs> so if people do want to reach out to you, again, we're going to put all the links in the show notes as well as the previous episodes that we did with you. What are some of the best ways? So uh, first of all, I want everybody to have a free copy of my book. So go to chaosthepowerffocus.com, chaosthepowerffocus.com. And for those of you who are, uh, you know, a little disconnected around your personal intentions and your business intentions, pay very close attention to chapter one. It's about defining your life's primary objective, because if your life's primary objective isn't aligned with what you're creating in your business, you can't be successful. There's always going to be that struggle between you and your business. So I truly want you to, to dig into that and, and understand that, yes, uh, what you want to create in your life is, in fact, aligned with your 
your, your naturopathic uh, practice or your other holistic health uh, practice. Uh, and then you can move into creating a vision statement in chapter eight, where we walk through the entire business planning system. So there's one resource for you. Um, you're also welcome to go to focus-yourself.com and register to get our home study program, uh, where you will actually get me giving uh, feedback as you build your business plan. If you can listen to a video and do exactly what the video says, you can build your business plan on our platform. We have a portal. It's password protected. We'll give you access to it. And we will walk you through exactly what to do and how to do it to create your business, your brilliant business plan. If you're not all that great uh, with DIY projects, I know I'm not. I hire everybody and anybody <laughs> yeah. to do any of the work around this house uh, because I'm not a DIY kind of person. I'll just mess it up. I take that back. I do dig a really damn good pond. So if anybody <laughs> wants a pond out there, I'm happy to come and, and do it for you. Um, life skills. Hashtag so life skills. <laughs> Uh, then, you know, obviously email me at james at focus31.com, james at focus, the word, and the number 3131.com. I'll be happy to, happy to have a 90-minute chat to do a deep dive on your business. If we find there's a fit between us, yay. If we don't, I'll give you three, five, even 10 ways to move your business forward. Um, and you'll have all of that for free and the home study program if you want it as well. So, I'm a giver. You know, I, I don't like to say I'm a giver. I want you to see it. Uh, it is my intention to be a giver um, all the time. And through Andrea and her wonderful audience, I wish you all the very best for your success. Thank you so much, James. Oh, my gosh, guys. That was a lot. And I love how generous James is. And I do hope that you take him up on at least one of those resources that he commented on. And if he is the right person for you for accountability, please sign up with him. I, I will happily have a conversation with you about what it's been like for me to work with him. And if you're still having difficulty, not only with the accountability side, but actually the execution, getting things done, that's where our elite level membership comes in, where we don't give you the to-do list, you give us your to-do list, and we will actually execute as quickly as we can and try to get everything on that to-do list done to the best of our abilities. So if you want to learn more about that, go to maximizebusiness.ca forward slash elite level. And there's even a behind the scenes video there that I recorded that you can watch and learn a little bit more about what it is that we offer. If you have any questions for me, do not hesitate to reach out at Andrea Maxim ND. I would love to hear your stories. I would love to hear what your journey has been like. I would love to hear about your aha moments. Don't be a stranger. Please reach out. I will talk to you soon. I'm Andrea Maxim, and I'm out. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe so you are notified when a new episode is posted. Leave a review and drop me a message on Instagram at Andrea Maxim ND as I love hearing from you. Just so you know, we also host the video version of most of our episodes on maximizedbusiness.ca. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode.